Hi there. Hello, everyone. You're listening to the Spare on the Air. On the internet. I'm Gary. And I'm Angie. And it's our last episode of the spring season. Yes, yes, yes. But we got a really good episode to say goodbye for now. And that guest is... Andy and Mo from Jack Rabbit. We're introducing them by playing their song 240, which was a single from 2020. But before that, we're starting out with the song Best Friend by Luffy. From their recent album, Typical of Me. Yes. So stick around and sit back and relax. On the spur on the air. On BFF.FM. Yeah. It's come to my attention that I don't show enough of what I think it's only when I drink I open up but I promise that I love you even with that hairdo I'm sorry I made fun of it it's not your fault it looks like shit I have never tolerated someone for so long
country songs to my heartbeat. I do the dishes, hum your melody. The feelings there and yet, promise made, not promise kept. 3 a.m. to 4 oh, you whisper slow, there's more than blood now in your veins. The screen lights up. Hi there! Hello! <laughs> You're listening to Despair on the Air. On the internet. I'm Gary. And I'm Angie. And today we have an old friend and a new one joining us. We have Jack Rabbit, comprised of Andy and Mo. Introduce yourselves for us. Hello, I'm Andy. Hi, I'm Mo. We did say hello. Too early. No, it's okay. It's cute. We're just excited. Yes. And Andy has been on the program before, way back in time. Time flies, so it seems way back. What was that? Fall 2019? Yes. Wow. Part of Andy and the Great Mouse Parade? Yes. Yes. So we're excited to chat again and to chat about this project, Jack Rabbit. And I guess the best place to start with that is how did you start making music as individuals? And then how did you come together to form Jack Rabbit? Uh, as a duo, we kind of started making music the moment we became friends. Yeah, we have such a unique origin story. Yeah. So we were both going to school for the performing arts in Boston. And we met in a audition room for a feminist retelling of the odyssey okay it'd be a devised piece and they were casting sirens which were basically singers who were on stage the whole time who kind of moved the story along and so before we even knew each other's names we were singing and harmonizing together in an <laughs> and luckily Thank goodness we got the part. Yeah. So we then continued to make the project alongside a bunch of other really incredible collaborators. And 
from there we've just been singing ever since but we we became really good friends through that right. and then we would just sing because that was just a part of the fabric of our friendship and then we moved to different cities and lived kind of you know out of sync for a while and then we moved to LA I moved here first and then Morgan and when she got here we like wrote a song together and then yeah. never stopped we were just like we we both journal pretty uh like consistently consistently so turn a journal entry into a song and then we were like oh wait this is really fun and then we did more and more and more and then now we are a full-fledged project but it was very seamless the way it happened it felt almost when we think about it it actually just we didn't ever really make that call to sing yeah. together we were always just singing and then it turned into something else yeah but before we even started the band we had like four or five years of solid friendship yeah right underneath so it was a very organic you know switch into the band yeah yeah absolutely that's so cool that you kind of like <laughs> were practicing and like getting to know each other like musically before you even got to know each other yeah. socially because that's usually the opposite of what happens Definitely. right yeah so our Lucky. styles of communication as friends were already there and then when we have to do things as a band it's always friendship first which is really nice it really helps move yeah. things along in a very loving way so yeah. awesome <laughs> yeah, and then when you were teens, what bands and artists did you go crazy over and did it have any influences on the music you make today? Oh, man. <laughs> uh, I have an obvious one that pops to my mind that's so embarrassing and definitely doesn't influence my taste <laughs> in music, hopefully today, but I was obsessed with One Direction. Yeah. <laughs> I, yeah ran the fan twitter account i was yeah. on start screaming with the sign mm -hmm. tears running down my face yeah. it was quite but you know if, you I know what say. listen like, i think we all, all, we all have our moments yeah, my, my equivalent is i was obsessed with ed sheeran okay <laughs> took two different dates to ed different Ed Sheeran concerts. Um, we love to see loved it. Loved it. I was obsessed, had the t-shirts. Didn't your brothers accompany My brothers you? came with me on those dates. <laughs> 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 because my parents are quite old fashioned and they were like, you can't go by yourself. You need a chaperone. And I was like, oh my God, <laughs> so embarrassing. So I had to call those guys and be like, hey, um, I can go to the concert, but my little brothers have to come. <laughs> So, but as far as influences mm -hmm. in my music, our music, I think a lot of it pulls from old, I loved old-fashioned music. I mm -hmm. loved Etta James. I also grew up in Texas, so there was a lot of, like, Johnny Cash in the house, mm -hmm. a lot of old-school Patsy Cline. Yeah, you know. I think, too, um, I grew up listening to this band called Camila, and they have really heavy harmonies. Um, I think they're Mexican, but they might not be. But they have these really beautiful harmonies. Um, and then obviously like Nora Jones and that lyricism. And so then combined. The staves. The staves are huge. Chauvinessa. Mountain Man. Like all of those people we're constantly listening to and being inspired by. And I think that our music is a pretty good reflection of that. No, absolutely. Your sound is so, so beautiful. And it does remind me of like 
uh like a fresher take on like you know the sounds of you know from like 60 70 even like 80 years ago that's so sweet <laughs> oh it's, it's totally true and i um i didn't grow up with that music so i always when i watch like a tv or like movie with like those that type of like sound in it i'm always like oh this is amazing and i'm thankful that the stupid amazon prime at least like puts it in the corner yeah yeah yeah, yeah. And you're like what am i listening to i'm like this is the only time i've enjoyed that <laughs> Yeah. No, I think that's kind of what we go for. It's like the songs that make a moment feel a little bit more like sparkly or makes a feeling kind of come to the surface in a way that maybe you hadn't thought of before. Being able to pinpoint a specific moment in time or based on a song. Yeah. Yeah. Absolutely. It's so hard when like it's especially to music in different languages. It's so hard to kind of like keep track of it. I try to listen to like Bossa Nova. I try so hard to like remember like huh, like, these are, like, the top artists and stuff that I'm, like, if, like, if I can't pronounce it, it doesn't get stuck in my brain. I mean, I learned it from Animal Crossing. That's how I learned about all the different genres of music. (laughs) I didn't know that Animal Crossing had that range in the soundtrack. It did. The little musician, the cake guy slider, the dog, every song he plays is a different genre. And and it's, like, the name of the genre. Okay. Awesome. I love that. (laughs) A king with range. Yeah, an educator of sorts. You know? Absolutely. <laughs> and then we were curious, what were some of the first venues and places you played at as Jack Rabbit where you started to feel really comfortable with being on stage? And then who were some of, of the first people you were playing alongside with who made you feel really supported while on stage? That is easy peasy because we had a residency at Republic of Pie which it's a little pie shop in North Hollywood yeah and it's just coffee pie coffee it's got this have you have you been to Republic of Pie no unfortunately oh my goodness when it opens up again we'll all go yes and yeah it's it's such a sweet spot it has a tree right in the middle of the coffee yeah, shop the string light string light really sweet people there yeah and then a bunch they have a bunch of different artists play night right um and so we began playing there just these short little sets. Yeah. Um, so we would have like an hour long. An hour and long. Well, it's, we started because Andy had the residency as a solo act. And then she would pull me on for like 10 minutes, 30, yeah. 20 minutes, 30, 30 minutes. And 40. soon we had a full hour. Yeah. And along the way, we got to meet some really incredible musicians, whether they were like playing before us or after us. Mm-hmm. Um, and Republic of Pi pays in pie so yeah they give cool. you like a meal ticket and then a, a drink, ticket. drink ticket so we would sit afterwards and talk to the musicians mm-hmm. and anybody who was listening we'd yeah. get to sit down with and be like hey can we plop down and eat the slice of pie with you and they'd be like yeah so we would talk and we met a lot of the people in that neighborhood who would go and do work or write their scripts or whatever it may be um so I think that's where we really kind of felt more solidified as a duo yeah and we kind of practiced our banter there and tried out some jokes that never came back and (laughs) as far as meeting people there there's one act that Mm -hmm. like sticks like out to me who's been Mm -hmm. a really big expander for us which was adrian and the wildflowers you can find her on spotify it's her and her sweet boyfriend torin who plays the cello and they host really magical they hosted us at a magical event where we would all kind of gathered in their backyard it was called the moonlight music series you know blankets and 
picnics and we just got to be together and sing so those you know and those events started popping up more and more once we kind of got the ball rolling so I think that the that's our where our roots are yeah where we feel the most comfy I can't wait to get back I know I'm itching to get back (laughs) yeah and then Hotel Cafe was one of our biggest we played there twice and then the the pandemic our last show was actually right Right before before the cusp of the pandemic Mm -hmm. March 10th or something yeah. like that of 2020 and that it, was an incredible experience it was, it was really just a beautiful show like a beautiful night so we're hoping that comes back soon because it's such a big community even you know past the, like the performance itself the conversations you have with the people that come out before you know after during if we have some uh participation <laughs> but yeah that that I think would be the two the top two spots Definitely. Did you guys have a favorite pie that you like to munch on there? For me, without fail, the chicken pot pie. It is. <gasps> oh my god, yum! By far the best one I think I have ever had in my life. I I really like that Earl Grey pie. Yeah, There's an Earl Grey pie that I really love, mm-hmm. but now I can't have it anymore because I went vegan. Yeah. Little did I know that that was my last one. Gotta find a vegan pie. <laughs> <laughs> I'm sure you could recreate it with vegan ingredients. Baking with like vegan ingredients is actually way easier than cooking with vegan ingredients. Wow. Because a lot of times you got to find like the meats of the food if you want to replicate it versus baking like <laughs> most of the time like the the animal products are just for structure anyway. You That's know me what? getting my baking high horse. <laughs> no, we need it. Because- Honestly, I need it. I've never <laughs> tried vegan baking and yeah. I like I can't because I'm like there's no way this is gonna taste as good as the real thing so why try yeah but you but know now what? you now, know what? maybe I'll whip my up myself yeah, we're gonna hit you up for some advice some Earl Grey tea cake yes not every recipe is created equals definitely like <laughs> why like I definitely have read some and I've been like I'm not even gonna kind of tempt that because I can tell this is too far it's you have to like find the most fattening like sugary recipe like that's still vegan you're like okay that still sounds like really good yeah. versus like steer clear of the ones that are all like it's vegan and healthy it's like no 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 it's no, a, no. it's not supposed to be healthy no, <laughs> no no see that's where it gets messed up not because of it's yeah anyway that's it that's the top that's trick. it that's yes. what they go into this interview yeah. exactly <laughs> and then would you care to talk about your favorite gig memory my favorite gig memory was the last time we played Hotel Cafe. We had like a pretty full audience, and my parents flew out to I see was just it. Gonna say that. Yeah, my parents flew out from Texas, and you know they don't get to see a lot of our performances just because they're not here, and there's no like whatever live streaming of mm-hmm. performances, so they didn't really know like really what we were all about and then yeah. they finally got to see it and just seeing my mom sitting there like crying the whole time yeah. <laughs> it was special yeah. it is special because is. you know it's kind of that thing where they don't know until they know mm-hmm. yeah and then I could see that they had like registered and were so proud and that's such a tender thing to experience as you know when you move to LA and you chase something yeah it's obviously so terrifying as a parent yeah because <laughs> like, what are they yeah but then to kind of see that moment of oh okay yeah. I see you and like 
I understand now was very validating. Yeah. Absolutely. Awesome. Also that same gig because my parents flew in from Panama. So same thing that she said, it was just like, okay, now you get to see it in action and we get to, you know, look over at our parents and be like, nudge, nudge, like this state is <laughs> about you. Like, you know. <laughs> so yeah, it was really, really lovely. And to see our moms sitting next to each other our was moms, also like, very share, cute. Like, oh. They're like clinking their glasses. So cute. That is really cute. <laughs> yeah. So did you grow up in Panama? No, I kind of grew up bouncing around a good amount. Um, my parents live in Panama now, and that's fairly recent. They moved there two, maybe three years ago. But I'm from Mexico originally, and then moved to Ohio for a bit, Arizona for a bit, Brazil for a bit, then wow. back to Mexico, then to Boston All for college, over. then New York, you know, <laughs> like just flying about. So yeah. World traveler. Yeah, roots are... I think definitely in Mexico and a little bit in Ohio, though. I don't necessarily always claim that, <laughs> but <laughs> there's there's definitely a it big part out. of me that's a Midwestern, Midwestern <laughs> gal. No, I, I understand completely. I was uh, I spent like six or seven years like as of my childhood in Alabama, and like I don't talk about it a lot. But, like, I do claim it, like, if somebody, like, tries to, like, lecture me about, like, barbecue, I'm like, you don't know who you're yeah. speaking to. <laughs> the, the accent comes out, like, mm-hmm. ah, my barbecue. Yeah. I don't exactly. have anything as fun. I've been in Long Beach my whole life. The same house, the same street. No, that's a lot to be said about that, and I think I often wish that that were the case because you have like really strong roots I feel like when you grow up somewhere your whole life and you know a place like nobody knows a place you know it's true absolutely and then Morgan's from Texas but she bounced around a bunch too I bounced around I so grew up in Texas most of my life but have lived in Pittsburgh Colorado New York London London now here yeah awesome where were yeah. you in Colorado? I was in Colorado for a long time too. I so I lived in Durango and okay. I was a backpacking guide for eight-year-olds. That cool. Was, 2017. 2017. It was really transformative and absolutely chaos. Like I was like, I'm gonna go have a serene, really fun, like <laughs> peaceful. T- peaceful time in the mountains, and then you add eight like 10 eight-year-olds to the equation and I'm like oh well <laughs> I'm gonna like have this some gray hair yeah. yeah wait Angie when were you in Colorado I lived there from 2011 to 2015 so all oh, through high school oh, wow. I lived about 30 minutes outside of Denver okay oh, wow. were you yeah like oh I just went to high school <laughs> <laughs> there's a lot going on during high school. there's a lot yeah i wasn't i i was really i lived in like a really small town denver's interesting because if you're like 10 minutes outside of the city center you're kind of like in like rural like very like tight-knit communities yeah oh, that makes yeah. sense yeah this is a big question so feel free to take your time with it but what kind of inspires your songwriting slash lyricism Definitely being heartbroken, <laughs> which has happened a lot. a lot. I mean, we joke that going through like one hour set with us is like going through 12 breakups. Yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> but, you know, I mean, well, I'll say yes, getting heartbroken, but also healing from that. Mm-hmm. You know, it doesn't, the songs don't come 
have never come from a place of like unprocessed heartbreak it yeah. always comes in the blooming and like the healing and yeah. the reflecting place of a processed mm-hmm. and like retrospection a lot right and then you know what that means for yourself even and where you be- where you end up after a heartbreak is often really really different from where you were before and even before the love hit like you are such a different person after love and sometimes that's romantic love sometimes that's self-love like once you start to go on that journey or love in a friendship I think love transforms you in one way or another and I think all of our songs come from kind of honoring that transformation and seeing what what came of it if it was anger or grief or you know joy like there's a lot that can come from that so yeah wow that was so well put that was like really really well put thank you for sharing that oh thank you (laughs) what yeah i mean in the same vein of like writing songs from heartbroken place there's also a place of writing from a love place i mean to kind of love anything or just we have this song called cowboy which is about like being feeling really like i want to get on a horse and i want to ride it across the ranch and and i just want to be a cowboy because i love that because that's who i am like yeah that feeling you know yeah and like the the feeling of like i'm most myself when i am this this, and when i'm Mm -hmm. most downtrodden you know, like the chorus, like my feet are planted and my head's romantic and I'm trying to find a place for myself, for myself. pretty much. Yeah. And yeah, yeah. So from a place of love and then also just coming from a place of when there's a lack of it. Mm-hmm. And the sm- we like to really focus on the small details of what that is. Yeah. So in like your greatest pain, your greatest anger, your greatest love, like what are the what are the details of it? Like, is it, you know, putting your hands in your lover's jacket, jacket because it's cold out or mm-hmm. is it like needing to howl because you're so grief stricken and angry, like those little things, you know? Yeah, absolutely. No. And I love that attention to detail because that's really what love is all about. Yeah, it is. It is. Don't you agree, Gary? Yes. <laughs> Yeah, Gary's just like, yeah. Yeah. Details. (laughs) (laughs) Anyways, we're going to take a quick break to listen to some tunes and then we will be back with more chit chat with Jack Rabbit. On the spare. On the air. Thanks for listening to the first half of our interview with Jack Rabbit. We got three songs to play today for you. Yes, and the first one is Priority Mail by Diet Sick from their album Do You Wonder About Me, which came out over a year ago now. Yes, yes, yes. Gary, what's your favorite type of mail? Do you like a postcard? The ones that are for me. Oh. Because that's the only one I can open legally. That's true, that's true. Don't open other people's mail. That's a crime. But, you know, it's not a crime. Enjoying these next two tunes, we got a single from a Despair alumni, Gracie Gray, the song called Alien Lover. Ooh, do you have an alien lover, Angie? Sure, it's Zim from Invader Zim. He's goofy. Ah. Uh... Who's your alien lover? 
It's the, the, the little alien dudes from Toy Story. No, it's Pe- What's his name from Little Stitch? Peekly. Peekly. Oh, yes. Peekly. You guys are kind of be cute together. <laughs> I am Peekly. I can't do that to myself. Ooh la la. And then we're finishing off the block with the song Red Dirt from Juliet Sunflower. So sit back, relax. Enjoy these tunes. On Despair on the Air. On BFF.FM. Priority mail. I sent you a package to say I love you. I live too far away to visit like I used to. So, priority mail. Don't like driving like I used to. Almost died too many times Makes me sad to think about how I'd haunt you Sending collect calls from the afterlife and if somebody just like broke in the window I just felt it's like Someone's in here, someone's here Yeah, yeah, I was freaking out
Are back and we are back with our good good pals jack rabbit hi Hello. yes and to get back into the swing of things if you could write a song for your favorite tv show or movie what would it be and what would the song be about I don't have a favorite show, but one I've been watching lately is Search Party. Love that show. Love that show. Have you two seen it? Not yet. Oh, so it's like, a, it's like a mystery thriller, but the characters are so interesting. Such good acting. So I, would... I heard it goes places. Oh, it goes it, really dark. It places. takes you on a journey. It takes you on a journey for sure. So I think me, I would love to write a song for that. I don't know where it would go, but that would be fun. We've yeah, never written yeah. like a murder song. <laughs> yeah, we've never written a murder song. <laughs> I think that, as far as movies, my favorite movie is My Best Friend's Wedding. Oh, yeah. I think we could write such a nice little love song for that. Yeah, that's probably more in our lane. But you huh? know, I think a murder, <laughs> that's the range. You know, you got a murder song and then you have a nice little we love range. song. And I feel like the love song could be placed because you know, like with, with the protagonist and the person that she wants to be with, but that just, I don't want to spoil it, but things happen. And so that little song could be the song, their song. I think we their could do song. it. Yeah, no, definitely. I believe in that. Awesome. I could see your uh, music being in like a bunch of TV shows and movies. I don't know who handles like that thing. I know Gary, like, I think it's a music supervisor or whatever, but yes. I'm not sure exactly how the music supervisor finds those tunes, but I hope, I feel like out of a lot of the bands I listen to, your your music could definitely be placed in a multitude of films. Let's please hope that somebody- manifest it. If you're listening, I, you are out there and you're a music you're supervisor. I am begging you. Yes, it's the year for it. Put them in Netflix, Amazon, Hulu, HBO Max, all those other ones that keep popping up. Yes, yes, yes. 
manifesting it now as we say now absolutely and then we were curious what song from your repertoire is your favorite to perform is like they're one you always like to see an audience's reaction to or one just you love playing for just like the personal like personal joy of it We haven't played in so, so long. We have a lot of new songs, which I'm interested to see how fun they are live. And But as far as what we have played, I think the most fun we have is when we play Cowboy. cowboy. Yeah, Cowboy 100%. It's just very silly. It's very silly. It's very fun. And it's our closing song. It's our last yeehaw. It's the last Aww. <laughs> And then as far as, I mean, for me personally, um, the one that really takes me places is Salem that one is gonna be actually our next single yeah and performing that one live is it really is just like a, a catharsis it is I feel like I'm never really fully in my body when I sing that yeah. I just kind of like hover above it and mm-hmm. I'm like ah so yeah, it's amazing Salem is a very like grieve and angry stricken song so singing it brings you right there again and yeah. it's very you know cathartic and when you can see people in the audience kind of also feel that connecting to connecting it to it because it's, it's such an energy absolutely yeah so we're excited for that to be out in the world for the people mm-hmm. in here because it's definitely unlike anything we've ever released yeah before. that is true yeah that one we've been in the studio for that one and it's next and it's it's our sound has evolved over the last year even um and i think that this is a really good example of where it's going where it's going yeah so yeah. we're excited about that awesome that's super super exciting which i think will lead gary to their next question so you're in the studio and you're currently recording for your upcoming album and we're curious if you could share any fun studio stories and if you can Uh-oh. can you drop any hints at what to expect from your upcoming single so yeah, we are we're in the studio right now and the studio right now looks like us recording in the tiniest apartment on the side of the highway in the bathroom. <laughs> like, yeah, we had to soundproof it so we at one point I think we used um Elijah who's our producer and pal. He um has he put his mattress on the wall. A mattress, a pillow, a pillow, some of his comforter and then where it's basically this really little bathroom. So at one point, um, you know, Morgan would be like, there's a mattress between her and the window and the toilet. And then there's a mattress in the door and then the door closed. And then you can just barely hear Morgan howling. Howling. Yeah. Because when the through line of Salem is like, we're howling at the moon. Yeah. The, and like so at primal, some point, yeah. you know, it's like Chekhov's gun. Like, <laughs> yeah. Mention howling. There's got to be. There's got to be some howling in there. Yeah. You know, midday on a Sunday, as scream howling at the moon. Yeah, it's definitely a highlight, and it's also just so hilarious looking, like hearing the song. Yeah, you can't even tell you can't that. Tell. It was all of our next album is going to happen. Have happened from within Elijah's studio apartment studio, and yeah. mostly his bathroom. So <laughs> because that was where like where the sound didn't travel mm-hmm. so we kind of had to like block make it out. happen <laughs> and we used to be in a studio but with um the COVID, pandemic we yeah. had to relocate and there was a long period of time where we couldn't even record because you know we weren't vaccinated we be together, and we be together mm-hmm. and so 
we've been really knocking things out now and it's been in his apartment which has definitely been interesting and not without its challenges but a lot of fun such a funny story yeah awesome no that's really unique and cool i love that and it shows a commitment to the craft (laughs) yeah that's definitely there definitely definitely and then we were curious if there's any songs that you've yet to cover that you're really desperately wanting to I, I think we should do like a Lake Street dive Ugh, thing, I but love we're still trying Lake to figure Street out dive. how to add our own spin because they it's do one it thing, so well. Yeah, it's one thing to cover <laughs> a song, it's another thing to like make it your own. Yeah, and I think that when an artist does something so, so, so well, you don't want to just do what they're doing. Do what they're doing. You want to kind of right. add a little spin. So we've been wanting to do that, but we're still figuring it out. Um, anything by Mountain Man is like definitely go-to. our go to. It's always fun to kind of take a there's a song that we cover by the Magnetic Heroes. Oh yeah, the Magnetic Heroes. Yeah, I love to sing. It's called Rodeo, and it's it's originally like a, not screamo. It's like hardcore. It's like rock. hardcore yeah. rock, like like that kind yeah. of deep guttural like. It's like ah na 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 na. Yeah. Yeah, like think electric guitar, and to kind of slow that down, peel it apart, and like because the lyrics are so gorgeous. Yeah. It's one of my favorite things. But I love I did mention to Andy today it would be so funny to cover like an old Ed Sheeran song. (laughs) Which obviously I love, but I also don't love. (laughs) Lego House. Lego House, come on. I think we're gonna do it. Um, but I my first ever actually uh what it like open mic situation at a coffee shop was me singing the 18 by Ed Sheeran. Nice. I think it would really phase. So I really do think <laughs> that it would bring us full circle to do that. <laughs> awesome. No, it's a, it's good to go back to like your roots. And there's nothing like people always are like, oh, you know, my cringy teenage days. But like eventually, that like you, like that's cool again. Yeah, you go to you go to love it again. Yeah, exactly. it's a special spot. I'll always love Ed. I'll always love him. Ed. Ed. Guy. Ed, Ed, and Eddie. Ed, Ed, and Andy is what that is. Whoa! <laughs> oh. Thank you. Comedy band <laughs> project. Oh. <laughs> and then Ian, though, are there any local artists or artists you play alongside with or just enjoy who you'd like our listener to know about? I think Adriana and the Wildflowers for sure. Um, I think yeah. we a little bit earlier, but they are their sound is just so beautiful her voice is so stunning and she's such an old soul and their lyrics too are i think often based in nature and you know your relationship with the earth and your surroundings and how that ties into yourself and i just think it's so beautiful yeah definitely a breath of fresh air Mm -hmm, for sure so i know they've got a bunch of stuff up on spotify they do and some fairly recent recent tunes yeah Um, and they are definitely ones to look out for because they are constantly creating these beautiful arrangements. Torin plays the, the cello, right? Yeah. And with her voice and the cello, it's just gorgeous. She definitely reminds me of Stevie Nicks. Yeah, just her yeah, vibe yeah, in yeah, general. Yeah. And they have this cute pet bunny, Penelope. They have two now. Two? Oh my yeah, god. Yeah, no, they're bunny. incredible. <laughs> As, you know, they're just generally good people and gorgeous people. Yeah. Through and through. So that's, I think, our biggest wreck. We can't we can't talk about them enough. Yeah, that we know personally. Yeah. I'm trying to think of somebody who I don't know but I love. Oh. I'm 
there's recently obsessed with this song called calm down oh yeah by joseph yeah i don't know yeah joseph it's like j-o-e-s-e-f and they don't have that many listeners but i cannot stop listening to the song cannot stop it's it's yeah, it's so gorgeous. Delicious. It definitely like plucked on the hard string and it would, you know, it has that effect where you just want to hear it over and over and over again. You can't mm-hmm. get enough. So just replay, instant replay. Would love to see them in concert. Yeah, for sure. Awesome. And then <laughs> a lot of artists this year have taken advantage of TikTok to promote their music. And we we're curious about your experiences using the platform and if you think it's a great tool, just a way to be goofy or something that has to be used begrudgingly to reach new audiences. I think it's an absolutely a great tool. Oh my god, yeah. It's the creativity that you see on TikTok is, I mean, the last time I saw it was fine. And I think that TikTok has a lot of really cool editing things that Vine didn't even have right. that... Mm-hmm make it it just is such a great playground for people to be creative and goofy or yeah. like showcase their skills and it's so accessible to people to kind of just hop on yeah. and it's insane it's this amazing is what i can do this is who i am and all of a sudden it's like yeah like you, millions and millions of views yeah we're trying <laughs> we are attempting listen we haven't hit our stride yet but, but it's only it's a matter coming. of time we are equal parts goofy and singing on that yeah we're it's goofy and singing once i think we have songs released it'll also be where we kind of promote a little bit more right. and share you know maybe like lyric videos or yeah. why we wrote the song things like that but while things are brewing in the studio we are really just sending it <laughs> we're trying it out we're doing we're trying everything it out, you know we made a tiktok dance so gary and yeah you so if you want to dance pop it to two four <laughs> You'd be the first. <laughs> Hell yeah. Nobody that. did our dance. Nobody did our dance. We did, though. We did our dance. We did it with gusto. And literally nobody else did our dance. So <laughs> if you did it, we would. I would love to see that. Yeah, and fully. Angie, let's do it. <laughs> I'm the worst. Please, please, please. <laughs> If you okay, okay, okay. I know I'm gonna get you. If you do that, we will send you bagels. <laughs> I feel like I... through the USPS. We will hand deliver to the USPS. <laughs> to the USPS bagels of your choosing. Ooh. Not that we're like bribing you, but no, we don't do that. We're just incentivizing. Uh, I feel like though I have a zillion clips from like the national parks I go to in the nature. I feel like I could stitch those together with one of my favorite songs of yours and be one of those like ooh mysterious nature girls with a Okay, love that. Not like ooh, what's this music? You know? <laughs> Definitely a yes I'm to that. I'm begging you to do that. And then also then Gary on your account. <laughs> yeah, Gary has to dance. Love to see that dance. dance. <laughs> okay. I want Gary to be what's that girl's name? I don't know, Addison Ray, whatever. The one who's on Jimmy Fallon who just like dances very like deep deep deep. <laughs> Could you imagine? She would do our dance. Oh, any of them, any of those TikTok stars, please. If you're listening, Charlie, Addison, the rest of you, please do our dance. (laughs) Trisha Paytas, come on. Trisha, please. Yeah. Come on, Trisha. Trisha would do it. 
We just think it has great potential and it's not tapped into. It's not tapped into yet. <laughs> but it's ahead of its time. It is. And one day we'll look back on the dance and think we did it. Trendsetters. And speaking of bagels. Mm-hmm. Andy, you 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 know what's coming up next. I know what's Bone. coming up, Gary. Okay. the first time. So please define your perfect bagel. I'm gonna Ooh, go first because go. mine's ready. Go. And I think you know this, but cinnamon raisin all the way, Ugh. all the way. Cinnamon Everything. raisin, cream cheese. There is no better combo, and I will die on that hill. Listen. I hear that. Mm-hmm. I really hear that. But I think it's everything for me. The everything bagel, a little hummus, cucumber, tomato, avocado. Too much going on for me. No, <laughs> no, 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 no. That is too much. <laughs> My taste buds need a clear direction of what's happening. And but everything. Okay. Everything's happening. Raisins. Bro. No, no, no. no. <laughs> This is what's gonna break us. <laughs> I hope you're happy, Gary. This question is gonna break Jackrabbit. Oh <laughs> I don't you should never put raisins in anything. I mean, I agree with that. But you accept oh the cinnamon raisin bagel. Okay, I'll give it to you then. Thank you. I kind of like that mindset that like one of you is all like, I love burst of flavors, and one of you is all like, I like, you know, a straightforward path of flavor. It's kind of like a perfect marriage of like, you know, it's a balance. So if you were to create a dish together, it wouldn't be overwhelming, but it also wouldn't be to one note. And you know what? We'll never reach for the same bagel, which I think is the key. Yeah, that's the key. Yeah. Perfect friendship. Yes. Yeah. That's the key. You'll never, it'll never be the end of a party and there's one donut left. There'll always be like, ew, that's too plain for me, or um, that's too complex for me. Yeah, exactly. And if there's ever just a box with either everything or cinnamon raisin, you know where I'm going. Yeah, and you know where I'm going. There we go. (laughs) Perfection, balance. (laughs) Which party, baby? (laughs) Synergy. <laughs> so, um, as we wrap up our conversation, I have three questions to place out. The first of which is Are you working on any other artistic projects apart from Jack Rabbit that you'd like to plug at this time? Sure. I do, I run a little side business called Moogie. It's a clothing line where Ooh. I design and sew and heat press my paintings and designs onto clothing you can find it on instagram at mountain, mountain moogie so mountain and then m-o-o-g-i-e very active on that it's one of my like main passions i've been doing it forever and that's the thing i like know that i'm just gonna stick with it forever because i just do it regardless of whatever money i make off of it but yeah, yeah. would love to see that grow one day yes go buy shirts Shirts, prints, yeah, they're they're amazing. And even if you don't buy, just check it out because the art. I mean, I laugh out loud. There's stories on there too. Morgan Redsey's like awesome stories. No, I have to. I have to. No, it's amazing. Really, go check it out. It'll make your day. (laughs) 
I just looked at the one from a day ago, and it's is two two little gals, and it's like, what the hell are you wearing? I decay, but we look amazing. And the caption is going out with the bestie after a year of being inside. I'm obsessed. Thank you. Yes, yes, yes. yes. And also, well, Andy just completed her master's degree in education. Can we talk about this? And I would venture to say her passion is education it is and i think at some point maybe not right now because right now i think we're all full steam ahead jackrabbit as far as yeah. music goes but at some point i think i do want to do a children's album and if you are listening to this and you have children i do have a youtube channel with a couple of songs so it's learning with miss andy which is oh, me i love that i am miss andy yes she so. is that's that's the other pitch, I guess. I yeah. love that. I love that so much. We actually have um, some show alumni. They have they just they have a baby and then they have a toddler daughter. Oh, yeah, okay. I think they would totally team up to do that. Okay. Yes, love that. I teach three to four year olds every day. So how old is how old is their toddler? Oh, almost two. And then one is fresh. One is fresh. Ah, newborn. Uh, fresh. So say baby. a new. Just say the newborn. A well, newish born. born. Okay, well, newborn. newborn is not my specialty, but two definitely is, so. Perfect. I thought you said fresh. Well, I mean, like, you know what I mean? Like, fresh, I don't, like, because I don't know exact. They're not, because they definitely post beautiful pictures of their children, but they're not those people who, like, do the blocks every single month, and they're like, today, baby is five weeks old, you know. Which, I guess there's nothing wrong if you want to do that, but, you know. <laughs> It probably costs like 80 bucks to buy those blocks and the blanket that says how many months they are and you only get to use it once. Yeah, no, I'm, I'm good on that. I'm good on that. <laughs> <laughs> but no, yeah, anybody listening who is kids, hit Andy up. Yep, I've got the songs. I've got the songs. Awesome. I also am just finishing up my graduate education. Just the classes, though. I have to finish my thesis over the summer. Oof, good luck, Angie. That is Thank you. But believe in you. We believe in you. Thank you, thank you. And then what are the goals right now for Jack Rabbit? What can we expect coming up in the future, over the summer and the fall? Well, in the more immediate future, we are playing the virtual San Francisco Folk Festival. Awesome. So you can catch our set. It's going to be about 40 minutes online soon. But in the future, future, excuse me, this year we kind of decided why not go all the way in with this and just see what happens. So we're really putting it out there that we want to expand and grow and connect with as many people as we can. And with the release and the recording of this album, we're hoping that we can either hop on the tour like later in the fall, you know, get, get a little bit more of a following. I mean, isn't the dream always to be to support yourself with the art mm-hmm. that you make? So yeah. hopefully in the future we'll be able to, you know, do that, do that full time. Yeah. <laughs> and then as far as, you know, we have a couple singles set to be released hopefully soonish, maybe summer or fall. Yeah. And then the album, which is in the works. Um, but definitely just locking all that down and getting it together and yeah. maybe a couple videos. Yeah, where... definitely a couple videos. But you know? our sound has definitely shifted a bit. So it's it's gonna be really cool to really share exciting. that with everyone because we've been working pretty hard. Awesome, glad to hear it. And then finally, where can everybody find you across the world wide web? 
everywhere. If you look up Jackrabbit Tunes on Instagram and TikTok, TikTok, do our dance. Um, that is us there. And then YouTube, it's just Jackrabbit. Jackrabbit. You can see our music videos. Yeah, we have a music video. We're really proud of a couple music videos. Um, and then um, on as far as music goes, any streaming services, you can find us Jack Space Rabbit. Yeah, capital J, capital R. (laughs) And yeah, there's there's new music coming soon. So if you follow us on those platforms, you'll just immediately get notified when we release the tunes. So it's good stuff on the way. Definitely lots of work right now that is going to hopefully bloom soon into yeah. some really cool singles and album and all of that fun yeah. stuff. Awesome, awesome, awesome. Well, thank you so, so much for being our final spring 2021 guests for Despair. <laughs> Your Thanks. music is gorgeous and we're so excited to have you on. Yeah. Thank you so for much having for having us. us. Yeah, no, it's honestly such an honor to close out this uh, season. season. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. We're so blessed and excited. But yeah, everybody check out Jackrabbit and keep updated with what they're updating you all with. (laughs) And yeah, anything to add, Gary? I will hopefully do the TikTok dance before this episode comes out. Who knows? Please, (laughs) please, Gary, we will just truly dive. I wouldn't love anything more i think that would make the entire the entire year yeah so if you hear this it's already done it's done (laughs) the link link is right there on the show notes it's done yes oh my goodness gary we're so excited for that i'm gonna look stupid though so no 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 you won't no the dance is literally made so that anybody who does it it looks hot yeah oh yeah perfect Thank i'll you. film it science behind it there is science there's neurological science so many specialists went into this dance psychology yeah like angie, <laughs> angie. a whole angie. study was done but studies like fashionistas adventurers explorers all choreographers, choreographers geared up to make, to make this, this dance, dance so that it's foolproof <laughs> absolutely thank you for coming on the show Thank you for having us. Yes, and thank you, listener, for tuning in. And we will be on a hiatus for a jaunt in a bit, but we'll be back. Not sure when. We'll take a little bit of a snooze. We got some stuff going on, but we will definitely be back. And hopefully, by the time we're back in jamming, people will be able to be back in jamming in person as well. Yes. We'll make sure there's some content in the meantime. Thank you, BFF.FM, for hosting us this season. Yeah, and stay tuned on the Spare. Spare. And there you have it. That is our interview with Jack Rabbit. But fear not, the show is not yet over. We got a performance from Jack Rabbit, but before that, we're going to play three fun tracks, the first of which is a pick from Jack Rabbit. Yes, Nobody Else to Call by Jazz Ratchford. Yes, yes, yes. And then we got a song from another Despair alumni, Sophia Wilson, the single Billboard. Yes, and then to end of that block, we got No Good at Lying by Charlie Hickey. And then we're going to go into some performances from Jack Rabbit from their song Gas Money and their unreleased track Cowboy. 
Very yee-haw. Yee-haw, cowpoke. Remember, always be rootin', always be tootin', but most importantly, be kind. Thanks for listening to the Spang on the Air on BFF.FM. some new meaning while stared at the ceiling and suddenly sold out of all of my records impossible so I still think of you each day what if I hadn't walked out and you had a walk I miss 
last hurrah so that was fitting it's called cowboy hit it Try it. 
reached the end of our last episode of the spring season but fear not we got two tracks to play us out yes we got a song by despair alumni rosie tucker called habanero from their new album sucker supreme very spicy and then we got another pick from jack rabbit from the artist tall one the song is Atlantico from the album Atlantico. Yes. What's your favorite hot sauce, Angie? You know, I went online recently to look for some fun hot sauces to invest in. And the people who make hot ones have like a hot sauce site with a bunch of hot sauces. And then they have a subscription box that's like $30 a month. A month. Plus shipping. Plus shipping. And I was like, I cannot do that just because I want to tickle my taste buds sometime. It's like $30 a month for, for, I don't know how they make hot sauce. I think it's just like, I think most hot sauce is just vinegar and chilies ground up together. Maybe some extra s- spices in there. Ooh. 30 bucks for that. Mm-hmm. I don't know, man. I don't know. They give those. They have give away the packets of, of tapatio for free at the taco stand. I don't understand how the hot sauce can range so much in price. I know. Maybe I hope I don't get canceled for my hot sauce opinions. I'm just gonna be like, you don't understand how hot make artisanal hot sauce, and I'll say I'm sorry. 
I spoke out of ignorance. I know. If you want to educate us, please let us know how it's made, and we would love a free sample and tour. Yes, thank you, thank you, thank you. And we're going to be taking a bit of a hiatus after this spring season. We're going to be resting up. Gary is working a lot. I'm finishing up graduate school. But don't worry, we'll be doing some fun stuff in the meantime. And by the time shows are back in session, we will be as well. And hopefully everybody will be excited to get back out there doing things. But yeah, we're gonna be resting, and we suggest you rest too. Rest and rest and rest and reflect, because I feel like it's gonna be a bit of a whiplash getting back into things. We'd love to make this show. We sure do. Are you nervous to get back out there and be a person, Gary? To remember how to talk to people and to stand? Yeah, it's gonna take a long hold time. Hold a drink, hold a beverage, and walk up to people and say, "Hello, I like your tennis shoes." What is that gonna be like? I don't know. Have to remember how to like play. How to remember how to hold your pee because you're not always at home, so you're not always next to the bathroom. Got to remember to you know charge your phone because you're not always at home. There's not plugs everywhere. Got to oh goodness. Got to remember all sorts of things. Wash your hands. Wash your hands. Still, still be safe. Remember to still be safe. Wear your mask to respect people who haven't gotten the vaccine yet. Or who cannot? But we like to thank BFFFM. Yes, for hosting us, for yes. welcoming us and hosting us this season. Thank you so so much. We felt so much love and support from the network. Yes, and the station. Everyone's so nice. Check out the station. They got shows every day. They do. They awesome. have a variety of different programming options for you to choose from. I feel very happy to be part of the network, even though we're not even we're not even San Francisco locals. Now, maybe we'll visit one day. I hope so. It's not that far. Gary thinks driving 20 minutes is far because they grew up in the same place their whole life. Well, I'm used to driving over half an hour for work every day, so I'm used. So, like, it's not even that bad anymore. It was not over half an hour. Today it was. There was traffic. There's traffic going or coming home? Coming home. Why? An accident. Well, that's not, that's not, does account. That's something unforeseeable. <laughs> traffic, I don't think traffic caused by an accident is like, that's still traffic, but that's not like traffic. Traffic is where it's like, okay, like every day because of congestion, like, or just because, but that's more of like a traffic accident. That's Sephora 5 for you. Referencing last week's episode. <laughs> Listen to it. <laughs> continuity anyways don't worry we'll be hanging around and if you are listening and you want to hang out and talk to us send us an email at despair on the air yes 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 thank you for your listening patronage yes and stay tuned to anything on the station on bff.fm bye 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 Such a hot habanero, you can feel it in your jaw, you say This never happens to me, this never happens But you smile while you suffer, so you're lying and wrong And I, I'm never happy, but I've never been better 
Listen to BFF.FM